Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. After Buzz TV, starting place to the likes of WWE female superstars Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Zelina Vega proudly presents Women's Wrestling Weekly, the world's first podcast and YouTube series dedicated exclusively to women's wrestling, featuring all the latest news as well as interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, After Buzz TV's own gorgeous lady of wrestling, TK Trinidad. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin. And joining me every week, Evan T. Mack, America's Chocolate Sweetheart. Yeah, um, what's going on, TK? How you doing? I'm chilling, you know what I mean? Coming off this thing I had, you know what I mean? Like some kind of virus thing that was going on. Kind of took you out for a little bit. Yeah, when you go back home, man, and the humidity and the temperature changes in Pennsylvania and the fall and there's like people coughing and... You get sick. That's what happens, man. Okay, yeah, because you were like you were taking moments Girl. to respond to my text messages. Like I, he usually takes a moment, but he was taking like a, a, a X Pac moment. Girl, which I was is like, like a week. <laughs> Girl, I was like underneath <laughs> the apartment, like just hiding out. Okay, well, I'm glad you're better because if I got a text this morning saying I can't come, I think I might have had a stroke. So appreciate you. I'm here. Um, I'm here. Today we have an amazing show. Uh, yeah. We have WPW Star of the Week. We also going to do some news stories, but we have nothing but amazing amazing guests, and today is no exception. She is a model actress, former WWE and TNA superstar, and vampire to God. Please welcome Shelly Martinez. You know, I appreciate you threw in that last little bit. I mean, (laughs) if you put it on the, if you put it in your social, that means it's important to you. Oh, yeah. So I, I, because, you know, I am a vampire, you know, before WWE, mm -hmm. during WWE, Mm -hmm. after but I like to throw it out there that there's a rare breed, and it's those vampires for God. Okay. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Boom. Like, I mean, yeah, like like I said, because I from I mean, as you guys know, I claim Canada, aka yes. the Caribbean, a billion times. So whatever you put in your bio, that's what people that's closest to them. Absolutely. So that's you know, so I, I I read the bios. I, I we got you, we got you. But uh, <laughs> before we get into everything you have to tell us, because it's gonna be juicy, y'all. Uh, let's uh, hit the hit the news real quick. Yeah, before we delve into it, man, I just want to talk about the women's wrestling premiere on Access TV in January, and we got like friends of the show that is gonna be on. You know, Kerry Hogan. Uh, Sarah the Rebel, Lana Star, Katrina Waters, and Miss Dagger. Um, shout out to Jeannie Buss for putting it on. Mm. Listen, two good moves this woman has done in the future. Listen, is getting LeBron James and putting on this women's show. Boom. So shout out to Miss Buss. Stop playing, girl. Come on, sit right down here. Talk to me and Miss TK. We got a whole thing to talk about. Yeah, we got a lot to I just want to be near you so I can just smell the essence of LeBron James. Now she's probably not going to come. Yeah, she ain't coming now. <laughs> 
<laughs> a little creepy. I killed it. I killed it, man. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It, man. Just went, went, went over. Uh, so debuting February, <laughs> January 18th. However, if you are going to WOW today yes. and or tomorrow, uh, myself and Evan or one version of us Some and of our us, team yeah. will be there. And also former host of the show, Sarah the Rebel, is going to be there both days. So you can see her doing her thing as well. So definitely check that be out. be awesome. Yeah, I think, I think I'll be there Thursday. I'm going to try to make it tonight, but I'll definitely be there Thursday. Yeah, so. I'll definitely be there today. I have a red carpet tomorrow with Steve Harvey. So if I can see if I can get away with That's that. That's going to be dope. For that and then make it tomorrow. Oh, I've seen that. It's like a foundation thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have some questions for him too. So uh, <laughs> let's let's hit that bell, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your mustache so strong? <laughs> but like, no. <laughs> oh, man. Miss Chelsea Green signed to WWE. A lot of people think this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Long overdue. Zack Ryder, so on and so forth. Um, what do you think? Uh, friend of the show. Yeah. So if you didn't see, uh, she actually did an interview, but she has to do, she did an interview, but it was, there was no visual. So um, she is coming on the show again. We're just working on the time and waiting for her to be in LA because she definitely wants to come. And we have a surprise for her. So Chelsea, if you're watching, I am working on that surprise for you when you come into the show. So don't worry about that. Surprise. Surprise. Um, I think this is great. However, um, the WWE women's division in particular is just getting loaded. Yeah, that's that's what we always we always talk about this. Yeah, and it's like now we're not, but at the same time we're not saying like don't sign people. But I'm like, but where are you gonna put them though? Right, (laughs) because they go into that like, well, I I know this week was kind of different. I don't know WWE was like forgiving. It's like, oh, you guys came back from Australia, whatever. We didn't see Naomi this week, and y'all know. I'm a fan of Naomi. Um, we didn't see a lot of women this week, whereas two weeks ago we saw a lot. So I don't know if they were catering to that. Um, but we're not seeing a lot of people. Where's Nia at? Like, mm. So there's there's a lot, a lot of folks. So I am happy she's a great wrestler. However, yeah. I hope she doesn't... Um, I hope they don't strip away the characters that she's developed. So yeah, that's what's giving... That's so to me. she got signed? Yeah, yeah. This is new? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're trying to, we trying to break some news. Well, yeah. hey, you broke the news to me. <laughs> Here's the thing if I can say something. Yeah, here. please. Um, I've never met her, but I feel she's my long lost BFF. Okay. And like, we're like social media friends. And that's crazy. Yeah. That, like, um, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was cited at the, or spotted at the Performance Center a few months ago. So, and then her boyfriend is Zack Ryder, right. who is signed in WWE, but we don't, bar- we barely see him. Yeah, we are. That's been dead for, like, they've been, oh, So, however. Poor guy. poor guy. If she does come on, that might, like, one, they have the, the, the Mixed Match Challenge that they can do next year, whenever that pops yeah. up again. That might be a good thing. And then also, two, um, it might make way of more intergender, intergender matches in like SmackDown and Raw, yeah, and I hope the thing about it is maybe it could be one of those things where she could, who knows if because if they play up the relationship, maybe that could bring the Zag, valet Zach Ryder back. Maybe it could be her valet. I don't like let's switch it up. You know what I mean? Women, women been men's valet for years. So that let's would just be awesome. Yeah, switch it around. Hopefully, but yeah. Oh man. Well, listen. New matches officially set for Women's Evolution. Things are shaping up. The cards shaping up. It should be very interesting. I'm sure the show is going to sell out. We got you know Nikki Bella. Versus Ronda Rousey. What's the eye roll, man? I, 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 I didn't told are, you when I met you. Are you done teasing? I didn't told you. You like, your eyes, Mike. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I say, listen, I didn't told you to stop besmirching the I name of Nikki Bella. Though. That's what I want to well, know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm letting Evan, are you, are you done, that, are you that, done teasing? My, teasing? Te- okay. my tease is over. Right. Go ahead and say what you um, want to say about my girl. So, I love Bellas. Don't get me wrong. However. So you don't, see, there it is. I, the caveat. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> however, you know how I feel about um, you know how I feel about Ronda Rousey and her getting the belt um, super fast. Yeah, totally too fast. And then also um, how the the storyline with the Bellas, how they came back. One, we don't know how long they're going to be there for, so that's one issue of mine because there's plenty of other women in the locker room, like I referred to before with Chelsea Green, that could do some great storylines. Um, I understand why they're doing it. However, it's just one of those things. Um, I just don't like how the storyline, like, as as a person, maybe because I can read people well, I saw that, or maybe they're just trying to do it for people who can read people. I saw when they were trying to befriend Rhonda that it was totally a BS thing, and they were eventually going to turn on them. And I hate storylines where um, you can see it coming. Mm-hmm. So there was that. I rather them because they're the Bellas, because they have all this stuff. I rather them be like, "Oh well, you think you're the ish, but now we're back and we're coming for the belt." We'll or you know, I'm we're gonna, I'm going to come for the belt. Like you know, John Cena was dead weight. Like I've been in the gym. Da da da. Like all that stuff. I would rather taken that. Then, oh, let's be your friend. And then how she sold it, like, she didn't even wait till she fully turned around and got, like, like <laughs> just, like, on, on a camera level. If she fully turned around and the camera could have panned into her face and see the smile turn into, like, mm. you know, bitch, mm. it's on. That would have been... Mm. But instead, all you see is a wide shot, and then her hit Ronda. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. They, they haven't. They haven't. They've been doing so much. They haven't had time to build. Like they, plus they don't take a lot of time building with the lady stuff, man. Unless it's unless it's a group or a, a pair that they like to build. Right. You know what I mean? And then they'll build it for a while. Like like the Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte thing's been building pretty well. Like I feel like old school wrestling. Well, they're right wrestling there. for evolution. Yeah, yeah. But they do. But they've been building that for like weeks, and then they fight and they do it again. Like they take a whole lot of time with that one. Well, the Becky Lynch, the Becky and 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 Charlotte. Thing I like, I like, but they no. could have been. They announced Evolution a while ago, and they have Mae Young going. They could have tied that in. They have Trish, Trish in, which they tied in Raw. Raw was really good this week. Really However, um, yeah, I feel like they were really playing up Australia. Now they're playing Saudi Arabia, and like you know, Evolution somewhere, you. somewhere in the in the middle. So yeah, well, you know. also you know, so Kyrie versus Shayna Baszler. That's gonna be a nice little. That's gonna be a nice little nugget. And then you know, Trish Stratus and Lita versus Miss Bliss and Mickey James. That's that's I like that. Um, I like that pairing better than Trish and by herself with uh, Alexa. Yeah, and I think the ladies were like, you know what? Let's just do a tag match. You know, they they. We were talking about it on Raw, kind of saying, like, you know, we don't want to do 15-minute singles matches. Let's do a nice little tag match that might, you know what I mean? Let's <laughs> the whole little chill. We're just coming back for a while. Yo, chill, man. <laughs> I mean, it should be. It's just, the question is who's going to main event. That's a, that's I hope it's not going to be Nikki. Yo, see, let's see what I'm saying there? That's that, that tone I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the tone I be talking just, about when you're talking saying, about my girl. <laughs> Jazz to defend the NWA women's title against Penelope. 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 Penelope Ford. I think that's her name. Yeah. Penelope Ford. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant, Miss Martinez. But uh, <laughs> what, what do you know about Penelope? You know anything um, about her? I, she, she, she is, or uh, Women's Wrestling Weekly Instagram is following her, so I'm aware of her. She's in the zeitgeist. Um, this should be a good match. I... I'm really excited about this because, you know, you have Jazz, who, if you didn't watch season one episode, season two, episode one of the show, she was on. She was amazing. She talked about her belt. And then um, a couple weeks later, she announced that she was she had the fierce promo that she cut that we put on last week. Um, I'm excited for this. But I'm also hoping that it's not going to be one of those situations where they're forcing her out. 
You yeah. see, see what I'm saying? Yeah, but she'll, Jazz will get the best out of her, though. You know what I mean? Right. She'll, it'll be the match of her career, I'm yeah. sure. You know, because Jazz is going to, she's, a, she's a, a, like a, a really good veteran. You right. Know, and she does like, and she likes to mentor the younger girls. Right. And so it'll be a, a, one of her better matches. Right. I'm calling that already. Yeah, I just, I maybe because she's been on the show, you know how I feel about people who already come on the show. They're friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, Ms. Martinez, you are officially mm-hmm. a friend of the show. Um, I, maybe because she's been on the show and her passion and the story she told with her experience with WWE and how all that went down, um, I, I just hope it's not one of those things where it's a, like the match is amazing and then she has to like give up the belt. I feel like she needs to defend the belt a few more times before oh, yeah, that before happens. She um, so, how long has she been back for? Uh, she's been doing promo. She's not been doing promo. She's been doing um, indies for a while. Right. And then um, it's kind of the big push since All In because they really concentrate on the men's NWA belt. And nobody made mention of her because NWA, I think they did. Did they go under? I can't remember what the story is. So. But something went on with the belt and the belt was almost like not vacant, but she had the belt. She was the last one to have the belt. Yeah. Gotcha. So with All In, you know, they made this big deal with the men's belt and there was no mention of jazz or the women's belt of whatsoever. Not. Sorry. So, um, they it, it was it was t- timing was amazing. She she just so had I think a week after All In she was on the show. She talked about it. She actually let us know that she was in talks as far as the match. Crazy. Um, so yeah, it's it should be an amazing amazing mix match. So we'll we'll see. She's an goes. awesome person. Just saying, in the mm. land of fake and phonies, she's a good one. Yeah, Jazz is the real deal. She tells the truth. Yeah, sure. Not like yes. she's she's <laughs> not that she doesn't tell the truth, but she's very like yeah, cut and dry. Yes, and I love that. Yes, I, I love that love too. That. Very refreshing. Yeah. That does wrap up the news, man. But let me segue on to this thing. I, you know, I, I, I cut promos every now and again. Okay, you know okay, I mean? okay, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's let's hear this. Evan's taking it's over the show always now. It's crazy, man. Listen, hey, after buzzes, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor made for you, and you'll help After Buzz continue to grow. And if you worry about those pesky notifications. TK don't be because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button after the channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did in the comments and we'll thank you on air like my man Johan Pena, mm-hmm. Joseph Bosa. <laughs> but now thank you for being the best fans and helping us be the ESP and a TV talk. With that being said, DJ Tony Tone is a very serious thing I like to do. Okay. And it's very personal and, and near and dear and to my heart, man. Oh, okay. And every now and again, you just got to do some stuff, man. Just shake it up. You know what I mean? And, and we got a cue a, a random out of control spontaneous dance break man oh. was, was mandatory and it's, okay it's WPW law oh this is this is what we doing it's a, it's a new law new law yeah DJ okay yeah DJ DJ Tony Tony just a random this is what we do you guys just want to throw in DJ okay. Tony alright this has no bearing on anything but yeah. Okay. You gotta dance sometime, man. The world's crazy. It's crazy out in these streets. You gotta dance. This song is courtesy of Tony and the Boo. <laughs> Keeping this song. I love it. Uh, I think 
this is the, Tony. This is this is you. This is your duty. In addition to running the show, there's more. We need, out a song. There's more we have him to do. Yeah. He's been in addition to running this whole damn thing, yeah, we've chased him yeah. with more. I'm gonna just put it in the rundown. Tony picks song. That's that's you. De- you're the DJ. I mean, that's what you've been called. <laughs> oh gosh, I love that. I mean, that our, our truth looks good. By the way, um, I mean, whatever he's doing, he's always just he's one of them guys just keeps himself in shape, man. He's yeah. Just a good. Have you ever met R-Truth before? I haven't. This dude is the, it's like the nicest dude ever. He has been keeping himself in shape, but it feels like he's taking like whatever. No, 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 yeah, just just like extra. It's, I, I never, <laughs> it's like I, I never. He did something extra. I never forget when I met him. I said, I said, man, I said, man, it's good, good mess with a brother, man. He was like, he's like you, he said, you dark, man. I said, I said, I said, I said, I'm dark. He was like, he said, like, like, but I'm like extra dark. He's like, I'm like, he's like, I'm like super. He like mentioned how dark he was, so he's aware of his darkness. That's, that's just to let to, you know. That's good to know. That's good. To he's know. a classy dude. Though. All right, Miss so Martinez. Question is, uh, so uh, you retired in 2017. Yes. Um, and you're going to be at uh, WrestleCade uh, in a few weeks. Yes. Tell us, so this is going to be your last wrestling appearance. It sure is. So tell us why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's funny because I just did a YouTube video on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Shelly Martinez channel. And uh, when I did the video, I was supposed to record it like a month ago because mm-hmm. I told the people at WrestleCade that... Uh, I had until September 1st, and I would give them my answer if that was going to be my last uh, wrestling appearance. Mm-hmm. So I had this whole idea of this, like, cute video I wanted to do. And, it, you know, I'm just one of those people that, like, I want to get it perfect. So it kept, like, more time, kept more time. So part two of uh, – I'm going to have it this week on my channel is explaining it. But for the people here – Tuning in. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and give the exclusive here. You actually, I saw part one and I was I looking for part two and I'm like, where's Where part, part two, two at? Though? Good, I did my job then. Okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Yes, yes. But um, before After I. Buzz TV exclusive. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And um, since, you know, I said I had a little something for you guys uh, before I get into this exclusive. Um, you know, I loved my time in WWE as Ariel, of course. And, you know, I said I was a vampire before, during, and after. And something I've always regretted is I was in a real bad mood after I got fired. Mm-hmm. And I sold everything, like, on eBay. Oh, wow. So after I stopped being in a bad mood so much, uh, I really wanted this dress that I would always wear when I was Ariel. And I just couldn't find it. I couldn't find the person who, um, who it. got it. Wow. And I was supposed to go to WrestleCon this year, and they, for whatever reason, took me off of it. But right before it, I found the outfit. So I said, I'm going to wear it to WrestleCade. It'll be awesome. But I thought, you know, you got to always take things out for a test drive. Oh. 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 Okay. (laughs) Are you getting all this, Tony? No, she didn't. Oh, oh my. I didn't see this coming at all. (laughs) I did not see this coming. Okay, well, there you go. Exclusive. She plays no (laughs) games. Debuting the outfit you. on the show. Appreciate it's the it. outfit, if you can remember, when I first came out, it's definitely the same outfit. Okay. But I guess they discontinu- uh, discontinued it, uh-huh. so um, that's why it was so hard to find. But um, going back to why this is my last um, WrestleCade. So last November is when I retired from wrestling. Mm-hmm. And 
when I thought, you know, maybe I'll still do conventions or whatever, I did a convention in January. And when I did that convention, um, again, I was very heartbroken over wrestling and how it just hurt my heart in a different way. And uh, I saw about a year prior this video on YouTube. You guys remember Phil Donahue? Yeah. So it was Phil Donahue. He had a wrestler, a referee, a commentator, and Vince McMahon himself on on there. And they were talking to Vince, confronting him, saying, you know, that there's, like, the young guys that are there and, like, all this, like, controversy. So one of the wrestlers on there was, oh, shoot, Orton. Uh, Barry or oh shoot I forget his first name but uh, Orton and not he was Ra- just, Randy not Randy okay not Randy I think he maybe his like uncle or something okay. like that yeah Randy's a kid really young at yeah, this time yeah so um, I thought I took it as a sign I said okay I'm supposed to go and do this because this guy's gonna be there I want to ask him off record like especially because I'm a huge conspiracy person and that does not disclude uh, wrestling so mm-hmm. um, when I got there I was like you know. What really made me want to do the signing is I to talk to you. And he looked at me and he went, so you mean to tell me that you took this booking because of me? And I was like, Ugh. and I just looked at him and I was like, well, yeah, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was like, I'd like to have a conversation with you. And he was just like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. and they just like, you know what? This is why I hate wrestling. Mm-hmm. This is why, because. I wasn't trying to do something to be like, oh, have an exclusive myself and record him. No, I, for my peace of mind, because people for years have been saying that I'm crazy, I don't remember things right, or I'm exaggerating. Mm -hmm. So to hear other people talk about things that a lot of people don't talk about, I was just like, yes. So when that happened, I said, you know what? I'm so done. I'm done with this. And I said, okay, let's see if WrestleCon. And then um, some dramas happened because of, things I was talking about and all of a sudden I was off the show so mm. what things were you talking about <clears throat> what were you must have said you must have said something about it <laughs> somebody and then also sorry before you could do who was the person that you spoke to like you said you were going there to meet him who was that person? that's the Orton guy oh, okay alright I, I want to say Barry okay. there's Barry there's Bob Barry I think okay yeah because Cowboy Bob is, is Randy's dad yeah that's okay. the dad so, so Barry. Barry and I'm not trying to like bad mouth him or anything it was just like because everyone has their own thing maybe he was in a bad mood I don't know but it just reminded me of like when I'm at these conventions, like the fans, like make it all worth it. All the drama I've gone through, um, the injustices, everything. It's like awesome, right? So mm-hmm. like I'm like cool, cool. But I started to realize that going to them and seeing other people there that are very negative energy, it would affect me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge medicator. I am all about cannabis. And so after a while, I was just like, dude, I'm just going to be on an edible. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to do this. And when I did that, I started to see everything. And I was just like, I just don't think this is good for my soul anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought because it was signings, whatever. But all this stuff. And then on top of it, I'm a person, since I was a little girl, I've always loved, like, documentaries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my mind works that way. That's why YouTube was a great thing for me. So um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. But as much as people want to say that maybe I'm a bitch or I talk too much, the thing is that I really do care. Like, a lot of these people I have issues with, it's because I really do like them and mm-hmm. I really do care about them. But um, I want to talk about some things just to bring some things to light. And for women who are out there wrestling now, if they hear that Shelly Martinez is over there saying this and it's maybe something that they're dealing with but they're too scared to talk about, right. I want them to know, like, look, it's okay. And even if you don't say anything, just know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And... um I felt like being seeing these people at the conventions 
affect me too much. Like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I, I feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. And I start to censor myself. Mm-hmm. And I know that my nature isn't um, of malice. So, like, I shouldn't have to center, censor myself. Maybe there's, and there's times where I've fought with, like, should I say this? Da-da-da. And then when I did, again, these women in wrestling, they're like, oh my God, thank you for saying that mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, all right, bitches, it's on then. Like, because I'm all about the women. But, um, so, uh, oh, the thing I talked about that, like, I don't know, here's the thing. WrestleCon themselves told me that they had a table for me, Mm -hmm. that I was welcome to come, that they already had booked up everyone so they couldn't fly me in. And the reason why they contacted me was because I was taken off and I was like, okay, what happened? And they said, well, WrestleCon took our table away. So that was you. Well, I was wondering if it had anything to do with this interview I did with this gal that was involved in like ECW back in the day because mm-hmm. she was saying that Mick Foley had raped her when she was younger. Oh, wow. So okay. I, Damn. I, uh, what had happened, um, Vince Russo had tweeted um, he, like something about like, oh, there was a former WWE diva who got raped, blah, blah, blah. So I retweeted him and I said, well, I almost got raped. And I've talked about it before, but no one ever said anything. Like I've totally tweeted about it, but mm-hmm. until the Me Too thing happened, no one really paid like much mind to me saying anything. Okay. So for me, it was not this big, huge thing to say. It's like, dude, I've already said it. Like Google right. it. So that's caused a thing because there's awareness. Fine. And... um Somebody had told me, they were like, well, did you hear about Mick Foley? Mm. And I was like, wait, what? Because Mick was my friend. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait. And so he's, um, I went and I looked online. And this chick is outside, um, Angel Amoruso. She's outside of one of his book signings. And mm-hmm. she has like a thing saying he's a, you know, um, rapes children, like da-da-da, oh, this whole thing. Um, so I wanted to know. And so I um, hit Mick up. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything bad. I didn't say, like, oh, hey, dude. I was just like, hey, what's up? Right. Um, and then the girl, I was like, does anyone know where this chick is? And then somebody on Twitter was like, here's her handle. So I talked to her, and I was like, well, can I interview you for my podcast? And she was like, yeah. Oh, wow. And so when I did that, um, Nick Foley and I are no longer friends. <laughs> yeah, wow. that would. Um, wow, wow, wow. Which was really disappointing because, like, I'm not saying this again to, like, dog on anyone, mm-hmm. but... It was really disappointing because the way I went about asking him what's up, I felt was like what a friend would do. Because Mm -hmm. like if somebody was to be like, oh, I heard this thing about Mm Shelly, I would want them to come to me and say like, hey, what's up? I heard this versus make up their own assumption. You know what I mean? So I hit him up and, you know, it didn't go well. And I was just like, dude, Wait, I thought... Wait, so you hit him up and you guys actually spoke? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. After a while, I, after I interviewed her, mm-hmm. he finally got back to me. And then I said, what's up? And I was like, well, I interviewed this girl. And um, I honestly think... And he blocked me. And Gee, that's, that's a lot. Did it, did it, was the interview up and live? Not after yet. He got, no. Okay. No, it wasn't up and live. And that's the thing, too. He probably thought it was going to be way worse than it was. He probably thought I was going to be like, oh, this and this. No, I let this Let her talk. Tell, tell her story. story. That's yeah. it. The listeners, hey, you guys know, the listeners can come to their own conclusions. Right. You're just here to say your thought, whatever. So well, around all that time that was happening, um, some fans were tweeting me. They're like, you know, you're signing the same time like McFoley. Like, how's it going to uh, be? And then before I knew it, I was taken off. And then before I knew exactly it, WrestleCon it is contacting me saying, hey, look, 
we have a table for you. So it's like, it's this gossip that right. I guess I didn't hear about. Oh, they definitely took you off to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really, the only reason why I wanted to go is because I'm really good friends with Francine from ECW. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to see her. I haven't seen her in a long time. So enter WrestleCade. And I said, you know, maybe this should just be my last one. And then again, it just went to one of those things where I was just like, you know, I feel I can't fully be me if I'm still tied to wrestling, like if I'm going to document it, I'm going to talk about it. The only way I can do it without feeling like I have to censor myself is to be done with it. And then like these people, it's like, it's just toxic for me. And I'm not saying that's for everybody. It's just in my life. That's how it is. And because I'm so vocal and when I get hurt by people, I will confront them. And then that was another thing too that was draining me because I'd confront people and they'd say, I have no problem. And like, yes, you do. Like, I know you've said things. Right. I'm not going to sit here and tell you because then you will know who told me. But yeah. you know what I mean? So that's kind of like, it's just too much. I was just like, over it. over it, man, over it. So for what did Mick say? Like, what did the conversation, what was the conversation between you two? Did he like deny it? And then it's like, you know, how dare you? Yeah. Was it like that? Or what was the no, conversation? No, the vibe of it was more like, I was like, look, I said, I straight up said, what's up with Angel Amoroso? Mm-hmm. Period. And then he was like, oh, you know, you know, I feel sorry for her. She needs help mentally, da-da-da. Okay, cool. I said, well, I interviewed her, and she, like, said some things. Like, what do you have to say about that? And then he took a while, and he said, oh, is this for your podcast? You know what? I don't want to be associated. And he went to this whole thing, and I thought, no, me, who I thought Shelly was your friend, mm-hmm. is saying, well, what do you got to say about, like, what she told me? I didn't say what she said, but it's just, like, I thought in my head it was going to be, like, okay, well, this is what happened, or this is what didn't happen, Mm -hmm. or this is what she's been doing. There was no explanation. And so, and then blocked me. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Okay, so. Do you think he he did that? To her? Yeah. Yes. Oh, damn. So, to play devil's advocate. The, here, here's the thing, especially I, I, I told this line too, especially being uh, a reporter or a journalist in the industry and having people in the industry. Um, when it comes to certain things like that, I don't. I, I had a situation just like that where there was a person who was accused of something, and I chose not to. I, you have a choice: you either can be a journalist or you can be the person's friend. And if they talk, so that's that's maybe the reason why he got upset because it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Are you just calling me because of this or the podcast? I'm not speaking for him, but right. I'm speaking from experience. Right. And you, you, choo- you choose one or the other. So um, there's that. So maybe he just felt like you chose the journalist side of it and he can no longer be your friend because whatever he says is possibly going to go on a podcast right. or whatever. Right. So that could be the reasoning behind it. Like quite possibly. You and know, that's totally fair and I get that. I guess where um it hurt me is maybe this is my fault. I thought we were closer than that. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem in wrestling period is mm-hmm. I have made connections with different people. Yep. And then when uncomfortable situations happen and then all of a sudden, no one's like getting back to me, talking to me, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's like it's just disappointing because it's just like I thought we were closer than that. Right. I thought we were cooler than that based on experiences we had, conversations we had. Right. So I get that, and um, the only reason why I chose to like jump on it so fast 
was, I really took it as a sign. Like, I talked about the thing on Twitter about mm-hmm. what happened to almost happened to me. Mm-hmm. No one says anything. And do you want to say, because I, I listened to a, quite a few interviews and I didn't hear <laughs> that in the interview. So do you want to, like, tell people about what happened to you? You said, you said almost, right? You said almost, almost happened. Right? Yeah, I almost got raped. Um, when I was in WWE, uh, we were overseas and um, there was a guy that I was, he wasn't my boyfriend, but I'm just one of these people that, like, when um, I'm just, like, dating somebody, I like to just date one person at a time to see, like, do I like them or whatever. I'm just, I right. wanted those, what is it, uh, grade A, um, <laughs> what is it from uh, Wedding Crashers? The uh, Clinger. Oh. <laughs> like, I wanted those. Stage, yeah. four, stage four Clinger. Yeah, stage four Clinger. I'm the stage four Clinger. And um, so what had happened is they separated us. And because I was at the ECW, half of us would go with Raw, half of us would go with SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So when they separated us, there was a group of guys, and they were just like, they straight up said, our goal is to see who can get you now that he they separated you guys. Oh, wow. And okay. so I was like, dude, it's not going to happen. Like, I, And they're like, he's not even your boyfriend. Like, who cares? I was like, I don't care. Like, I like him. Like, I don't want to hook up with anyone else. Mm-hmm. So it became this sick game. Um, and then the next thing I know... Um, you know, we're after a show, we're all partying, whatever. And there is the only reason why I don't say the names right now is because or haven't yet publicly is because there's a lot I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be saying stuff that I don't remember. But I will say this, and I've never said this before, but um there was a group of guys and one of them was Umaga. And when they saw he was getting the most aggressive with me, they left. And he got on top of me. And I just prayed. One of my fears has always been to get raped. Because when I was, you know, a little girl, I, you know, I had some sexual abuse and stuff. So growing up, it was, you know, and then becoming an adult, that was one of my fears. Mm -hmm. So I just remember I prayed. And he's a big guy. So I was just like, oh, my God. And so I was like, Lord, please don't let this happen. Please don't let this happen. And it was one of those things, I swear, like, the Lord gave me strength, and I pushed him off of me. He fell to the floor, and he got pissed and, like, left the room. And then the next thing I can remember is being at the show the next day, and I'm venting to my girlfriend at the time, Melina, about Mm -hmm. it, not telling anyone else. And one of the guys that was in there yells from across, hey, Melina, did you smarten her up yet? And I was like, smart me up to what? Mm. To keep your mouth shut? So Mm. I went right up to his face and I said, you know what? I didn't tell anyone except her. And then I can't remember the rest of what I said. And I got in his face. And a lot of this I didn't remember until like a couple years ago. Right. So that was suppressing it. Yeah, I was totally suppressing it. And when I remembered it, it's just like, a lot of other things, like people confessing to me different things that had happened to them or that they've done that they're not proud of, you know? Mm. And kind of going back to like when you're saying you're the journalist or friend, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of my heartbreak in wrestling is thinking that I had these connections with people and then they would hurt me by not being a good friend or screw me over. But the one thing that like I wouldn't change it for anything is people spill their guts to me. And I think that says something that like maybe they're going to be jerks to me here and there or catty or whatever. But for people to confess to me the things they do and that's the thing too is like when people like oh we need names. No. People told me things in confidence. 
it doesn't matter. I always say it's not about the who, it's about the what. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. The only t- reason why I'll say in stories, oh, it was a WWE superstar, this is to let people know that these people are getting away because they have a past because they're a big WWE superstar right. or whatever. Well, plus, know? like a lot of the people, especially the ladies, they don't want to ruin their spot yeah. in the pecking order, though. You yeah, know, you know it's, I mean? it's, that's, that's definitely why they're quiet. That's <laughs> the thing. And then people think, like, oh, Shelly, you know, she's bitter. She says these things. It's like, look. I'm saying that this kind of environment affected me negatively. There's girls that continued or that I still know that are involved in things, but I don't judge them. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing. I don't judge anybody for anything that they're doing. I'm just saying that this stuff happens. I'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, like, no one else is. And, again, with the uh, rape thing, it was weird that no one said anything. But Mm. I went with it. I was like, okay, cool. Like, Mm. I'm down to talk about whatever. Mm. Damn. Well, <laughs> should, should wrap this interview up right now. Can, give me, can, give me some, give me some happy times in WWE. Give me some happy. Okay, happy time. Oh, actually, before you go happy, let me let me answer this because it you might go. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, let's get, let's get deep and then they go happy um, again. <laughs> so, you, in the previous interviews, you mentioned Stephanie McMahon. Um, what is your thoughts or relationship uh, like of Stephanie McMahon and how she was at that time? Well. I always thought it was super cool that Stephanie got to the spot that she did because I am an Attitude Era person. Like, mm-hmm. I was all about the Attitude Era. So to see her kind of be, like, finding her way through that and everything and then seeing her, whatever, I, so I thought it was really awesome. Um, there's something that I've talked about before uh, when they would always go back and forth with these, like, dress codes of, like, you can't have booty shorts that are too short when mm-hmm. you're out there or whatever. And then sometimes it's okay. So it's real confusing. And so... Uh, we had a locker room meeting and Stephanie was talking to all of us girls and she was just like, you know, you got to cover up. And she's like, like Ariel, you know, her ass is always hanging out all the time. And like, she kept going back to me and like, you know, with nip slips. Okay. And then we got Ariel. And when she was saying it, I felt the energy in the room Mm -hmm. feel like, Ooh, she's picking on Shelly. But the energy I felt was, yeah, my ass is always out (laughs) and I have nip slips. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's absolutely right. Yeah. So after she was done, she said, I just want to let everyone know I wasn't picking on Ariel. I just know that she's strong enough to take that kind of criticism. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so cool. So that's my, like, thing that stands out with Stephanie. Uh, I didn't really um, have much interaction with her much. Um, The only thing that I would say that's kind of like a negative vibe is when China passed away, I thought that her and Triple H should have just not said anything. But that's just me. Yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole, a whole other show. Whole another show. <laughs> another show that, yeah. Little, so that's yeah. my kind of. Now, happy times. <laughs> happy times. <laughs> give me something. Give me something happy from WWE. Your wrestling career. Something that makes you smile. Something that makes me smile. Well, here's the thing. You know, I thought it was really awesome that I got to be a character that um, I just connected with because I know a lot of people like they'll give them a character and they're like okay I have to like study what this character is or whatever so it was really awesome that it was um, just very natural to me but what I found the most joy in and I just was doing a video earlier today for my Patreon um, is I'd be on the road and all I would be thinking about are my buddies in Kentucky that I was dying to go hang out with. Mm -hmm. And I would do stuff on, like when I would be performing just to make them laugh. Like (laughs) no one knows what it was about, but I would do these stupid, stupid things. Like if you pay attention, a lot of my, um, when I'm managing Kevin Thorne, 
A lot of it is Goonie quotes. A lot of it is Karate Kid quotes. <laughs> I'm just saying it looking like a crazy vampire. So no one's really realizing that I'm going, sweep the leg. <laughs> so I would do all that because me and my buddies, that's what we would like joke about. So that's just something that like my most fond memories is this group of people that I connected with at that time. Because I think if I didn't have them, that uh, I think the road would have ate me alive. You know, I feel like I had them to kind of remind me of who I am. Don't get caught up mm-hmm. and just like hurry up and go to work. So then we can all hang out yeah. after and just like enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. So there's my happy <laughs> moment. Thanks. Now uh, <laughs> you did. This might be sad again. Uh, so you did mention you retired, you retired in 2017. Um, you did mention that you had a possible chance of doing Lucha Underground. Oh. Um, now with your vet, like being a vampire, if Lucha Underground were to contact you for next season, would you do it? That's a, a good question. It depends. I don't want to wrestle, you know? Okay. What do you want to do? You want to like valet? What do you want to do? Here's the thing. The only reason why I would entertain Lucha Underground is because I thought it would be really awesome if I was able to work with all the like major like things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And I did a couple of things for them here and there. Like I was a bartender for some scene. You probably can't even recognize me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just chalked it up to whatever. But if they were to be like, hey, look, we want to do this thing, it would just depend on what they um, want me to do. Okay. So wrestling, definitely not. But something in wrestling, you'd be open to depending right, on the... Here's the thing with Lucha Underground. When I first saw it, I was just like blown away because before I was a wrestler, I knew that that was my future, mm-hmm. but I was already doing like modeling and acting. So when I saw Lucha Underground, I'm like, dude, this looks like like what CSI or something. Yeah. Like, this looks awesome. Yeah. And that's what really made me excited and wanting to try to get in there because I thought, dude, I'm going to get some good stuff on my reel. Um, the people that are there are typically people that through my career, we've all connected and like, we've all gotten the short end of the stick Yeah, for, um, not kissing ass or just following the beat of the own drum. Yeah. yeah. Just like doing the stuff that makes me sick about wrestling. It's like all the people at Lucha Underground seem to be those like misfits. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So that's why maybe it just depends, but I don't think they will. So I won't hold my breath. Well, you never know. You, you never know. We have a what? You want to tell her what our lucky show? Yeah, usually when we ask somebody to like listen, you say like I want to go on this show, and then we just usually when you come on this show, and then usually it just happens like the next week, or like three weeks later. It's yeah. weird. We're we're very we're very talented weird. with that. Um, gosh, there's so much to talk about, and we're like so little time. Do, we have to it. have you come back. Do that rapid fire thing. Um, yeah, let's hit the rapid fire real quick. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with a bunch of questions. You oh, say gosh. the first thing that hits, comes to your mind. So, always early or always late? Uh, late. Uh, last person you text? Uh, my boyfriend. If you were to uh, watch one horror movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Psycho. Uh, what is the one thing you love about yourself? That I didn't sell my soul to the devil. What's going? Dream dinner guest. I'll take that one. Because that sums up a lot of things. Yeah. So. Dream dinner guest. I'm sorry. Dream dinner guest. Alive or dead? All right, anyway. Way. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Uh, who would play you in a movie? <gasps> I don't know. Um. I don't know. And then the music. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. Okay, well, let's skip that one. <laughs> Last TV show you binge watched? Trailer Park Boys. And if you were a color in a crayon box, what color would you be? Blue. And if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? <gasps> Sushi and pizza. 
Boom. Uh, let's let's uh, hit that star of the week real quick. Oh, dang. Dang, girl. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm having technical difficulties. I was in the zone. I was in the zone. No. Was in the zone? I did. This interview was, was very Yeah, there's a lot, lot going on. Yeah, we need I'm more sure time. I'm getting a lot of trouble Man. as well. No, no. It was, listen, that was some good stuff. Our Women's Wrestling Star of the Week is Miko Satomura, who you may remember from this year's May Young Classic. She had two amazing matches with Killer Kelly in round one and Mercedes Martinez in round two to advance on. The 23-year veteran got her start in all-female promotion via Japan on April 15th. 1995, defeating Sonoko Kato. She appeared at AAW, AAAW and won the singles championship twice. In 1996, Satomura started appearing for World Championship Wrestling through Gaia Japan's working relationship with WCW, which was attempting to establish a women's division. Miko Satomura has a huge year because she's also won the 2018 Femme Fatale Tournament with Westside Extreme Wrestling by defeating Canadian indie legend Lufisto to win. Miko Satomura, the co-founder of Joshi Promotion, the Sendai Girls Pro Wrestling. She's Dope. Yeah, and um, also uh, Sunday Girls and Rise and a lot of other stuff is being featured on uh, powerslam.tv. Yeah. I just got to check out this app. It's absolutely crazy. So any indie promotion that you can think of, because if you're wondering like, oh, I want to see this promotion, and I want to see this promotion, and they have subscriptions, or you can't find it, you can't find it on YouTube, definitely go and check it out. It's amazing. So powerslam.tv, they have an app there for you, all that good stuff. Dope. Uh, last week's poll, uh, which friend of the show are you more excited, most excited to see uh, from WoW? Uh, we have Katarina, which is at 36%. Kira Hogan, 54%. She's popular, man. Lana Starr, 10%. And Dagger, 1%. We're going to see all of them. You know, sooner or later. Uh, this week's poll is uh, Bound for Cor- B- Bound for Glory is this week. Who do you have, Tessa Blanchard or Taya Valkyrie? You know who we have yeah, because know. friend of the show. Yeah, uh, where can everybody find you? Every oh, is this when I can look here? Yes, yeah. you can find me at shellymartinez.net on my Patreon, where I have lots of fun stuff. Patreon.com forward slash Shelly Martinez. Of course, there's my YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash Shelly Martinez channel. I almost messed up my own link there. <laughs> and um, on the Instagram, Shelly from Kelly. Twitter, Shelly from Kelly, and on the Snap, where I tell lots of jokes, uh, Shelly from Kelly, the number four. <laughs> Why? Because Shelly from Kelly was taken by me before, and I couldn't, I don't have password. access to that old email, <laughs> so I had to put number four. There you go. <laughs> I feel like Snapchat's like the, the for the dedicated. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, you, you have to be like dedicated to Snapchat to, to be on there. Um, WrestleCade is November 23rd to 25th, so definitely last promotion, so if you want to see Shelly, definitely go and check her out, because she... She ain't gonna be. That's it. That's it. That's it. Where can they find you, Mr. America's Chocolate Sweetheart? Yeah, Evan T. Mac, Instagram and Twitter. Put yourself over, sister. Oh, wow. Um, definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel, After Buzz uh, TV, Wrestling and Sports. Definitely give us some thumbs up. iTunes, five stars. Leave all those comments. I am working on free stuff. There's like good stuff happening so definitely thank you guys for your dedication Joseph Bosa all those folks DJ Tony you. yeah we're gonna make some of you guys general managers of the show cause you guys are doing such a good job on, I know right Twitter and Instagram follow us on WPW Weekly um, follow us on AfterBuzz TV thank you to Leslie she does all the um, social media stuff for Instagram she's been doing an amazing job thank you're gonna you. be seeing her more um, other than that you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad we know there are a lot of podcasts out there but you choose to watch this one, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet, Women's Wrestling Weekly, and we thank you for that. I am working digitally hard to get you free stuff, so just keep hanging with us and tell five friends about it and just tweet us about it, and we're going to shout you out. Other than that, 
thank you so much for coming on the show. We have to have you, you on again because oh my goodness, yes. I still have. I literally got yeah, through like three like, questions yeah, I had and like, I had twenty five. I had a lot too. Um, so I talk a lot too. So anytime no, I was, you guys it went off know. to a good, a good interesting. Yeah, point. and then and you live and you live in you live. Do you live close by? Oh yes. Oh yeah, you close. live close by. So now you can be like a special like a guest host. Guest. Yeah. Oh, so we'll talk about Let's that. Let's do it. Yes. Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Ciao. Bye. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, producer TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week.